Get ready to hear some noise tonight. You're just seconds away from Let's Go Blues Radio. I know that we're all people just sitting here uh, looking at um, Nick eat a banana uh, <laughs> right now. I can't even focus. That anymore. looks like he's a tasty just, banana. He's the Burger King here in Troy has been uh, advertising for managers for a while, so we'll go through there next week. Eric Brewer was so bad. <laughs> <laughs> the Blues had made the playoffs 25 straight seasons before Eric Brewer arrived. After Brewer donned the note, the Blues missed the playoffs every season that Brewer was a Blue, except for one. No doubt about it, eh? You're listening to Kurt, Bill, and Jeff on Let's Go Blues Radio, the original St. Louis Blues hockey fan podcast. Take it away, boys. Welcome to Season 5, Episode 5 of Let's Go Blues Radio. We are coming to you live on Wednesday, November, or Thursday, November 10th, 2016. This is franchise episode number 86 all time. Uh, Let's Go Blues Radio is a weekly program that talks St. Louis Blues hockey. We are we welcome listeners to call in and chat with us live on the air, as well as tweet us questions or comments that we will read on the show. For more information on how to do all of that, go to letsgoblues.com slash radio. You can follow us on Twitter. Our handle is at LDB Radio. And uh, send us your tweets there. Uh, my name is Kurt Price, and joining me once again tonight is bill day bill welcome to our what this is the first post game show we've done this year yes How are you? i am well uh pissed off because you know it was just a lackluster performance in the second half of the game tonight uh but you know otherwise i'm breathing i'm here it's thursday night tomorrow's friday and then the weekend so you know um the uh what are you drinking this evening your official beer you said it's a repeat. Here. It, is, it is a repeat, and it's in honor of Nashville. It's Backwoods Bastard by Founders. Uh, it's the bourbon barrel uh, aged Scotch ale. It's the dirty bastard that's yeah, aged in bourbon barrels. Very good. Like what? Uh, something like 12, 13% alcohol by volume. So I got that going for me. That's nice. I Last night I had, uh, you've been to. 4204 Main Street Brewery in Belleville? I have not. Nice. We it's are, very nice. Yeah, we're, we're looking for a place. Uh, we have to take my grandma for her 93rd, 93rd or 94th birthday coming up here soon. Looking for a place in Belleville to take her. Maybe that'll be the joy. It is nice. It's 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 a it's a restaurant, uh, beery. And uh, uh, I had their, uh, a couple glasses of their uh, chocolate porter which was quite tasty. I enjoyed it. Yeah. yeah. I've, I've had that recommended to me before, so I'll, uh, hopefully we'll go there, uh, next weekend and yeah, get to try it. I think it's only like six or 7% alcohol. So it's no 12, eh, two of them, you know, I think <laughs> that's how it works. Okay, is it? Okay. Um, so, uh, we're going to open up the show shortly here to, um, the listeners of the show. So if you guys would like to join us on the air, we're going to post that button under the live stream on letsgoblues.com slash radio uh, in a few seconds here. So you can 
bitch and complain and moan along with us about the uh, performance tonight. Uh, the you may want to bitch about last night's game or may not. You know, I wasn't as bad as tonight. But, you know, let's we'll talk about it. Uh, the uh, Clay's Classic Roller Hockey Tournament is coming up quick. Uh, it's not this weekend. It is next weekend. And Bill and Jeff and myself are all playing in it. Uh, this tournament is on November 19th at uh, Queenie Park in St. Louis. All skater and goalie spots are full. Uh, but come by and stop by for a beer and a soda. Proceeds go to help the place family with some medical expenses they're incurring. So that would be, they'd be very appreciative. And you can watch some hockey uh, and watch us play against other folks uh, uh, in the area. So that's, uh, it'll be fun. The tournaments that involve a lot of the same folks in the past in the Ponder uh, Cups have been a lot of fun. So it should be fun. And it's going to start at four o'clock and it's going to last until like midnight. So it'll be an all-day deal. Uh, but yeah, so uh, that should be a lot of fun. Um, and stop by and check it out if you have some time. Hang out and watch some hockey. Uh, yes, I'm, I'm very excited. Um, you know, it was awesome playing the Ponder tournament. Um, you know, hopefully the talent level uh, isn't so much greater in this tournament that, you know, I will be exposed for the pylon that I am but I'm definitely looking forward to it. Uh, it should be fun. Today in Blues History, courtesy of the at uh, STL Blues History Twitter account. It's a great follow. If you don't follow it, uh, you should. Uh, November 11th, 1998. Pierre Turgeon, hat trick. Pavel Dimitra, two goals, three assists. Uh, as the St. Louis Blues outshoot the Chicago Blackhawks 41-14. to 5-2 win. You remember when the Blackhawks used to suck? Those that was were great. Good, those were the good old days. Is that what Donald Trump was talking about, about make America great again? Is he's going to mandate the Blackhawks to suck? Oh, that, hey, that's a that's a good point. That's how we can tie in. We can take shots and, and make a, a political statement here with, with, with hockey. Make America great again when the Blackhawks sucked. I like that. And the Red Wings. You were the Red Wings of the 80s. God, they were awful. I do. Brent Fedick? Yeah. <laughs> Paul Isabart. I think Isabart was like, he was the one holdover onto those great, you know, the teams that started pushing for the cup. But God. Glenn Hanlon? <laughs> uh, Greg Stefan. Stefan? Uh, uh, that was he, uh, one of the, the only goalie fight I've ever seen in person. Uh, Stefan lost his shit in a game at the old uh, arena. And uh, it wasn't really a goalie fight, but he came out and charged somebody. And Riendo came out and just grabbed onto his jersey and held him. But uh, God, God, those Red Wings, they were just so awful back in the 80s. Well, they're, and, get, they're, they're getting back there. So. Back. No Datsuk and Zetterberg retired soon, maybe. I don't know. Uh, 2009, uh, November 11, 2009, David Perron recorded his first career hat trick as the St. Louis Blues uh, beat the Vancouver Canucks uh, 6-1. Uh, 1991, Brett Hall was named the NHL Player of the Week ending uh, November 10th uh, after scoring eight goals the previous week. The good old days. Eight goals in a week. <laughs> The Blues is a team can't get that right now. <laughs> in two weeks. Jeez. Yeah. 
Yeah. Hitch hockey. Gotta love it. Um, in 2002, former St. Louis Blues, uh, St. Louis Blues, Steve Durbano died from liver cancer, uh, on this date, November 10th, 2002. That is today in blues history, courtesy of the at STL blues history, Twitter account. Good stuff. Always in, uh, always enlightening, always entertaining. He does a fantastic job and he's a nice guy too. I've had the pleasure of meeting him a couple times. Um, uh, the winter classic jerseys were unveiled. Uh, your thoughts, Bill, what do you think? I love them. Absolutely. Yeah. Just, you know, that I had way back in the day. And when I was a stupid kid who didn't know to treat it better, I had a Barkley Plager Jersey that was, uh, very similar to it. And, uh, uh, yeah, I, I'm with you on the jerseys. I uh, they're fantastic. Uh, they didn't screw it up. <laughs> they went simple. They went old school. Uh, brought back the original jerseys, which uh, looked fantastic. Uh, love them. Yeah, I I love the uh, the rounded collar. Uh, you know, the V neck has become the standard, but I love the rounded collar. My uh, <clears throat> my PK Subban Winter Classic jersey from last year had the, the rounded collar and I thought that was a great touch. So glad to see the blues put that in there. And, you know, if I get a personalized one, hopefully that player doesn't, you know, wind up on a different team next year. So I don't know. I guess I'd have to get Tarasenko to guarantee that, but who knows? You just mentioned Tarasenko. I see your Tarasenko jersey hanging up in the background. I got my Tarasenko jersey today. Oh, so. did you? Yeah. And you know, I got mine. I won it at the uh, the second Ponder Cup tournament. You did, so. and uh, I I won uh, like twelve pounds of meat. The first one, <laughs> which it was boar's head. It was good. Yeah, uh, there was there was you know uh, you know since locker room talk is now going to be acceptable everywhere again in public. Uh, I was going to make a, and then you walked out of the locker room joke before you added that it was Boris head, but no. 12 pounds of meat. 12 pounds of meat. That was my highest one. And it wasn't because of what you were carrying. No, it was. Um, anyhow. Uh, but yeah, the, um, uh, the game last night against the uh, Blackhawks. We'll start with that one real quick. Um, another uh, healthy scratch for Yakupov, his third sit in a row. Uh, which, you know, I mean, I, I, I get the guy has uh, has hockey sense issues where he's he's not the, the smartest player on the ice. Um, talented as hell. But, uh, you know, but, you know you're... you're you're struggling to score goals, and and you take a very talented player off the off the roster. You know, whatever. Um, so, and they proceed to score one goal again. Uh, but uh, Hosa scores. Uh, is love the scoring. He got his seventh uh, from uh, Forsling and and, and Panarin at uh, one twenty-two of the seconds. And uh, Crawford's toe save on Tarasenko on a pass from Stasny. Holy hell! Uh, my God. Um, yeah. I thought that was going to be. I mean, the Blues having trouble scoring goals, and they're trailing one enough in the third, and Crawford makes that save. It's like you got to be kidding me. And to be honest, and, and it was. It, they have not. It's not from lack of chances that they've had. 
Yeah. They're just not scoring. It's, yeah. it's weird. Yeah. Things just aren't going in for them right now. And um, that, that was uh, pretty emblematic of, of that problem. But I mean, it was, it was a hell of a save by Crawford. I mean, he, he anticipated just at the right time, got the toe over just in time, you know, at Tarasenko, uh, he moved on it pretty quickly, got to stick to it. Um, you know, probably too quick to uh, get any height on it. And yeah, it just great reflex save by Corey Crawford, um, which I hate saying shit like that. So let's move on. He, uh, I mean, I, the, and to be honest, I mean, the only thing that, that would have increased Tarasenko's chances of scoring was the pass was a little behind him. So he had yeah. the crowd behind him and to get the shot off quickly he's he's starting the puck behind him and he's, it makes it much more difficult to lift the puck up that way. So he's, He's trying to get on the goal quick, which is smart because I mean Crawford's sliding across. So, uh, but yeah, and yeah, and and to be honest, I mean last night's game was really a goaltending duel. I mean it, it was very entertaining. Both goalies were on top of their game. Um, you know the uh, the the Hosa goal. You know Jake gave up a rebound that he probably went back, but otherwise I thought he played, you know, uh, an almost flawless game. Um, you know the. Uh, the other goals were both on, you know, screen plays. Uh, nothing that, uh, you know, Crawford almost kept the Petrangelo goal out. Um, you know, the uh, little bit of incidental contact uh, by Laterra skating through the crease. And that, let, let, I want to talk about that because, uh, you know, I, I'm not, I, I don't like Crawford. I, I don't like Crawford for kind of the same reasons why I don't like Howard. Um, run, well, how, Howard's a little worse, but but Crawford, it, it's almost like man, if you just if you skate by him, he blows a gasket. It, I mean, it happened with Fabry in the playoffs last year. Fabry did nothing. I mean, to him, and uh, uh, Crawford attacked him in the corner, and and this uh, uh was Latera in front. Let yeah, Latera trying to avoid uh, Crawford. Uh, Crawford puts his glove out to Latera. And makes contact. I mean, he reached out. His glove was in front of him. Right. Yeah. It was. It was definitely. You know. Obviously, the the right call by the officials. You know, Crawford was the one that instigated contact. They were in. You know, they were above the uh, the blue paint. Um, so it. You know, it's either player's ice. Um, and, and Crawford still almost made that save. So yep. it, I I don't know that I can say that the. You know, from the angles that I've seen, and of course, you know, I, I guess we saw them all with, uh, you know, the review. Uh, I don't think it had that big of an impact on the play. It's, you know, you got to challenge it, but I don't think the the contact had that big an impact on the play. Oh yeah, I, I, yeah, you challenge it, and 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 I don't blame Crawford for complaining about it. But after the the decision was made, Crawford's bitching about it. I was like, come on, I, you, know, you know what you did. It was, it, I mean, to quit bitching after the fact. It's just, a, it, it's just throwing a fit about it. And it, uh, it, it's, it, it, I don't know, it's, it makes because of the Blackhawks and just, I, I naturally just hate them more. It just pissed me off. And yeah, nobody likes to see a whiny bitch, so. It, he was being a whiny bitch, and, 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 and he's done in the past. Uh, with, with, like I said, with Fabry in the playoffs. And just, he's a, I, mean, I don't know. I, he's, he's having a good year, and it's pissing me off. And it's, uh, <laughs> uh, you know. Bitching and complain about something that he initiated, it just it's, it's, it's a it's a pattern with him, and it just I I, I dislike him more and more, and uh, 
he's won in the past when he wasn't playing the best, and he's, he had a good year last year and he hasn't good this year. But uh, right, right, you know, it, know. it's it's Blues Blackhawks. We're Blues fans. It's you know our ethical responsibility to bitch about Corey Crawford bitching. Laterra did not interfere with Crawford. Period. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, the right call was made. <clears throat> um, so yeah, and, and Allen, like you said, uh played played fantastic. I and I, I and I would even say that the rebound he gave up to um uh Hosa. Uh Hosa was I mean Hosa's a I mean it's not it's not like it's back in the slot. You know, it's it's off to the side of the goal and, it host happened to be there, so that was what it was. Um, blues penalties, not great. Uh, four penalties in the third period, two in the last five minutes. One uh, after Petrangelo scores uh, uh, to tie it up, and then he. <laughs> one of the weirder delay games you'll see is clearing from your own end down the ice. <laughs> And uh, over the last, well, over top of the opposing bench. I mean, that's right. it's 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 an odd angle on the other side of the red line, right? Across the ice, you know, diagonal uh, across the red line over the opposing bench. To me, I mean, not to be picky, but that's I know it's a penalty, but it's not in the spirit of the rule, to be honest. I mean, you're, he's not flipping over the last two, right? Obviously, he doesn't want to, especially there, right? I, I. I absolutely hate the puck over the glass rule at this point. Just remove it unless unless you can say that it's intentional. And you know, I haven't seen anybody intentionally do it since Chris Chelios would do it every game, and that's why they instituted the rule. Um, no one's anymore because it's a penalty. It's never intentional, right? It's it it is. I guess it's creating, you know, chances by, you know, creating penalty situations that otherwise wouldn't exist. So, you know, but is it actually driving scoring or is it just creating power plays? And I, it, it pisses me off. It's most of the time it's inadvertent and you're, you can swing the momentum of a game by inadvertently chipping the puck over the glass and it, it's stupid. Just fucking unwrite the rule. Get this, it out. I, I don't, I don't mind it. I, I, the, the, what's interesting about that delay game penalty though, was that, like I said, it, it went over the glass over the red line, over the opposing bench. It'd be interesting if they could, if they would say, okay, well, if the puck goes over the glass, you know, uh, on the other side of the ice across the red line, maybe it wouldn't be delayed game. You have to face off back in your own zone or something. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you'll see it two or three games a season where somebody just bombs it down the ice, just trying to clear it. And it sails up over the other goal into the net behind the goalie. And you know, it, it's stupid for something like that to be called a penalty. I mean, it just, right, because, because, I, because it's just a matter of that's It just sailed. And if it stays on the ice, it's icing. So the the player doesn't want either, but they can ice it to relieve the pressure. They they're not wanting to clear it over the glass. It's just not that's not the case, or it doesn't matter even. What does it matter if it's if it's if you shoot it down the ice and it goes over the glass, or if it's icing? 
what what's the difference? It's a face off back in your own zone. I, that, that's the same same difference. Now I can I can understand if it's a if if it's a if the Chris Chilos rule where if it's in your zone and you flip it over the glass because of the pressure and you flip it over the glass in your own zone, I get it. I can live with that being a penalty. I, I understand that. But if it's I could I could it may be interesting to visit a scenario where like on the rare case it does get cleared down the ice and go over the boards, wait on the ice, over the glass, wait on the ice. That would not be a penalty. But yeah, and I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not bitching about that play with potential. Not it shouldn't have been a penalty. It, it I absolutely should right. have been. But no, I, 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 it's it's whether or not the the rule should exist. And you know, I I guess we're more sensitive to it right now because what, what do we have? Three of them in tonight's game. Just we, the team, it, the Blues right now just are are you know getting caught in that situation. Uh, too often um, but overall I mean I I would just prefer to see that rule taken out and it's it's just stupid at this point uh, the drop podcast tweeted uh, that he was passing it to the rally cans lady behind the <laughs> bench yeah, both teams were represented last night by rally cans I saw <laughs> I did yeah they were sitting next to me yeah and uh, and uh, he also tweeted out, uh, they will never do that. I guess meaning remove the rule. Remove the rule. Yeah. Which I I don't think they will, but I think that I think it would be. An, I I'm not saying they should do this. I just think it would be an interesting conversation to say, you know, okay, what purpose does it serve to give a penalty to a player who clears the puck down the ice over the glass? You know, that's that's my point. Yeah. I I just I think you extend that to at this point what purpose does it serve unless it's intentional to you know cut cut the pressure just don't those shouldn't be penalties I'm sick of it well then it's a judgment call on the referee and then it's then it's then all of a sudden you're, you people are bitching about you know that's it could be intentional it could be not how do you judge intent on that kind of play it's kind of tough you don't call it ever just don't call it. Then you got Chris Tillio's flipping the puck over the glass. And then you call it. Yeah, but then the, what if it's accidental? Because, you know, that's hard to judge. Yeah. Uh, Drop Podcast tweeted out uh, if it makes sense, the NHL won't do it. Very true. Which, that's not, that, yeah, that is not untrue. Yeah. So, anyway, the, uh, the, right now the Blackhawks, well, before tonight's games, the Blackhawk goal differential was uh, plus 15. And the Blues goal differential before tonight was minus four. Now it's minus six. Mm. So uh, and we're in second place. And Minnesota was like a plus 11. Um, I'm, I'm, you know, and tonight they had trouble scoring again. But I'm a, based on the, the, the way they're playing and the chances they're getting, they're getting decent chances. They're Getting, I, I think the the pendulum is going to swing the other way, and I'm I'm going to say they're going to start scoring a few more goals just because law of averages. The same thing happened last year. To be honest, they couldn't score in the first half last year, and they uh, they started to turn it up in the second half. But yeah, they you know there I saw some uh, some stuff on Twitter last week where uh, showing the uh, I guess the Corsi four, I I don't know which specific Corsi you measure it was, but the Corsi four, um, 
for the entire central division and except for the blues, uh, everybody was trending to a negative possession team and, and the blues were starting were had trended into a positive possession team. We're just somehow not translating that into goals. Yeah. I think they're, they're, I mean, for the most part, I mean, they're playing fairly well. They're getting chances. They're just not bearing the, the chances they get. They're playing a, Pretty good defensive game. Uh, their penalty killing is amazing. Um, power play needs some work, even though it looks good at times, just not scoring. Well, uh, I I think the the trend that I've seen for for teams defending against the Blues, it's collapsed to the middle, and you're constantly you know the Blues will shoot into you, and you'll be able to turn the puck over that way, go back the other way. Um, it just collapse the middle on the blues, force them to the outside, and unless unless it gets through into the net, you you know it, it, the blues aren't going to score. And the, it, it, I think overall, we're the blues are a team that is easy to prevent uh, quality scoring chances. Um, you know, I, I know there are some uh, a lot of advanced stats that will show you know quality of shot quality and uh, you know depending on where it's at on the ice and I haven't had a, I don't have enough time in my life to dig into that kind of stuff, um, but it would be interesting to see you know are the Blues chances all that high quality because it seems like there are constantly four people in the slot for the other team, one person out high. And I, I don't know if the blues have, have consciously played this way, but uh, a lot of times now on the setup, you'll see uh, three out high and two down low. Uh, Tarasenko and Peron have been playing a lot of high slot and they get the puck and they they're not one-timing it. They're getting it. They're playing it, you know, stick handling a little. And then by that time the collapse is on and they can't get a puck through. I, I don't understand some of our offensive strategy. And you've cut out bill. <laughs> bill is pissed. His audio dropped again. All right. He's coming back on. Uh, a couple more tweets from the uh, Drop Podcast. Uh, uh, okay, you got one on Eddie O. We'll talk about that in a second. Uh, he, he said, uh, so true, Billy Blueno. They are uh, forcing outside shots, and the Blues are not hanging around the net enough. So, uh, hey, Bill, welcome back. Why don't we get through the Nashville game really quick before the shit cuts out on me and I lose it. <laughs> Uh, drop podcast real quick. Uh, so I'm so sick of Eddie O being on the MSNBC televised games. Are you with me? I think every Blues fan everywhere uh, agrees with that sentiment. And even a lot of Hawks fans too, to be honest. Um, I people don't like. I don't. I don't have a problem with Olchek for the most part when the Blues or the Hawks aren't involved. Uh, when he's on games where the Hawks aren't involved, I don't mind him. It's when the Hawks are involved that I just I, I find myself looking for things with him, and it's just maybe I'm reading too much into what he says or whatever. But I, there are worse guys in the NHL than him. But I don't like him when the Hawks are involved, though. Yeah, it, I I absolutely can't stand 
you know, that he gets to broadcast national games and with NBC showing 25 Blackhawks games a year, uh, he, he's doing all of those. I mean, he is their, the local market commentator for the Blackhawks that it's just stupid. I, I know it's probably a cost save somewhere. Uh, they probably wrote the contract and saving NBC or the NHL some money somewhere, but God damn, I, I cannot tolerate it. I mean, it, it's, it, there's too much of a conflict of interest when you're commentating about the team that you spend your entire season with to do it from a non-biased perspective every time you're on national TV. And that's, that's my thought. He's, he's annoying. Uh, It just grates on my nerves after a while. Um, Maybe it's because, you know, he's, he is uh, just associated so closely with the Blackhawks, but I just, yeah, I'm, I'm totally with you on that one, Lance. Uh, Lance also tweeted out, uh, did you guys see this? And it was the Ryan Miller diving save. Right. We did see it. We talked about it right before the show. Um, and that was one of the first times that I cut out uh, from my connection getting dropped tonight. So not going to go back and look at it again. Uh, he also says that uh, he feels this team will have issues all year scoring. It will be an up and down season when it comes to scoring. And I think uh, – We've touched on that before, where last season they had awful scoring issues during the first half of the season, uh, but they were getting fantastic goaltending and uh, a good defensive play in front of them. So uh, they were getting points. So uh, this year they're getting decent goaltending, um, save for a couple games, um, but and good goaltending uh, lately, real good actually. Yeah. Yeah, I had, uh, I got into a, uh, a Twitter back and forth with uh, King Donut um, Tyler uh, from. Yeah, I know arguing with Tyler. It's never what? never happened before. Um, about it, Tyler is willing to accept when someone else might be right and he's wrong. Stop that. Uh, anyway, it was about uh, it was. I tweeted about Carter Hutton. Uh, needing to uh to be given the 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 last back to back last weekend um you know Carter Hutton played a great game i thought against uh uh the blue jackets and you know, Jake had really been struggling so i i said you know Hutton uh, i believe he got a shutout i don't know i can't remember back to last saturday but he played a great game uh was very solid for the for the blues Gave them every opportunity to win the game. They did. Um, figured, you know, it, the way Jake was playing, I'd much rather see Carter Hutton in a back-to-back um, against the uh, the Avalanche, you know, another home game. Hutton's great, you know, shown great when he's played at home. Um, so based on that, we had a back and forth. And, I, you know, it, after that, Jake has, you know, really – summary my argument so uh you know <laughs> he uh he came in sunday and played a great game and i thought you know he he wasn't overplaying his angles he wasn't sliding out of position he was you know quiet in his motion and really just played strong games 
Sunday and then again last night. And, you know, I, I was kind of surprised he wasn't in there tonight, but, you know, back to back early in the season, you know, I guess that's the plan is to, to go tandem, but. Uh, uh, Lance on the drop podcast tweeted us again. I assume it's Lance. <laughs> this is drop podcast, but uh, uh, about that winter classic alumni game roster, I guess Cujo wasn't invited, but Martin Brodier is what's up. And uh, Ed Stanowski, Ed Stanowski better get 60 minutes to that game. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what? Um, I was, Cujo might be playing for Toronto. And they're, uh, they, they have, uh, yeah, uh, they have the, the day before. And I would yeah. imagine he's, he's much more synonymous with Toronto than he is with St. Louis, even though we got to start here. Uh, if Toronto did not have an outdoor game, uh, Joseph would, would be here. So, yeah, he was here last year for the, uh, the goalie night, uh, Grant Fuhrer, uh, and uh, Curtis Joseph, uh, we're we're back here for the Mike Leute. So, and, and, and to be fair, the the title of the game is not the uh, best, the all time team Blues. It's the alumni team. So, right, Terry, uh, Terry, Chris, Ma- Terry Chris Mason, roster. Yeah, <laughs> Terry Yake, Chris Mason, uh, Larry Patey, Dallas Drake, Dallas Drake. Yeah. Um. Who else we got here? Oh yeah. Gino Cavallini. Yeah. Well, you know what? The Flying Cavallini brothers. I am, I am super excited that Gino is going to be on this. Uh, he was one Paul of, yeah, uh, they're, they're both playing. Sweet. Yeah. I, I'm a huge fan of, of that era of the Blues. Late yeah. 80s. The, the forwards, uh, we'll go through them. Larry Patey, Keith Kachuk, Dallas Drake, Adam Oates, woo, uh, Brett Hall, Gino Cavallini, Scott Mellamy, Bernie Federico, Peter Stasny, which is cool, uh, Terry awesome. Kelly Chase, Scott Young, Pierre Turgeon, Wayne Gretzky, which I had a conversation with uh, my cousin uh, that he said that uh, Wayne Gretzky would not be playing for the Blues. He said that he would only be playing. Last one was for Edmonton or whatever. Yeah, uh, the uh, Heritage Classic he played this year. Yep. yep. And uh, I was like, oh, well, I get to talk to him tomorrow about uh, how Gretzky's playing for the Blues on my outdoor game. Uh, defense, uh, Al McKinnis, Bruce Affleck, Barrett Jackman, uh, Garth, Barrett Jackman, that's like, uh, Garth Butcher, mm. Jamie Rivers, ugh, uh, Paul Cavallini, Jeff Brown, Bryce Salvador, and Chris Pronger. Wow. Wait, Chris Pronger. Jamie River, Jamie Rivers is our brother in podcasting. You can't denigrate him. Come on. I'm not, I'm not denigrating him about that. That's all I'm going to say about that. Um, but uh, no. Uh, Chris Pronger. Uh, he'll be uh, st- he's under him. contract with an NHL team. Come on. <laughs> and goaltenders Mike Lee, Martin Bourdieu, uh, Ed Sanowski, and Chris Mason uh, round out the uh, alumni team. So that'll be fun. Uh, yeah, Wayne Gretzky, Brett Hall, Adam Oates on the same. Put, put Oates on a wing. That'd be a uh, That'd be pretty cool. So, ha, ha, is the Blackhawks roster uh, out there yet? I have not seen it. Uh, well, let's let's look it up. Uh, uh, Lance of the Drop Podcast said uh, of the Heritage Classic with Gretzky would be one of his last, not his last. I'm not saying that Gretzky said it. I'm saying my cousin said it. He said. He said. 
hearsay. Um, and oh yeah, what about Roman Turek? Lance brought up Roman Turek. What about him? Where's he at? <laughs> he is never welcome here again. If Jeff Potter were on this right now, he would be losing his shit. Have your has your fist healed from punching my floor when he allowed that goal uh, to uh, Owen? Uh, it still still hurts a little bit. <laughs> Just a little. <sighs> Just a little bit. Now uh, from from the Blackhawks side, I'm I'm really hoping you know to hear some great names from the past uh, like uh, Al Secord and Dirk Graham and Everett Santa Pass and. Steve Larmer, Steve Larmer, and uh, I, I, I really, really oh, hope. Uh, eh, eh, eh. No, play. he'll play. Ronick's playing. Oh, he'll he'll definitely play, but it's not one of the names I wanted to hear. What I, what I really want to see is Murray Bannerman using his the mask that he wore way back in the day. If that happens, I I will find a way to get a ticket because God, God damn, that was you know as as a young goaltender, I hated the Blackhawks, but his mask back in the day was the shit. It, it I I absolutely loved it. Hated him. Saw I, I saw him actually get concussed in a game, taking a shot off that mask, and uh, he had to be removed from the game. Uh, but yeah, it, that that was you know he had one of the uh, one of the best paint jobs of all time, and as far as the old school masks go, at least in my uh, opinion. Fabry's hair tweeted out. Uh, From what I've heard, Cujo is busy that day playing for the least alumni. That's what we said. Yes, so, he's echoing our sentiments. But. Yeah, he sh- yeah, it, and I would totally if I was offered the the pick of the two, I I would be playing in the uh, the Toronto game. Well, he had he I mean he played for Toronto longer, and he played for I mean had his best years were there. I mean he had good years here, but he has best years there. He's known he's league wide. He's known for being a Maple Leaf, right? So. Um, so we talked about the rosters, um, a little bit, uh, oh, uh, Lance from the drop podcast uh, says Eddie, the Eagle. I'm hoping he's a net. I can't stand that guy. Lance from the drop podcast said that Turek is running a missile silo somewhere in Europe. <laughs> <laughs> he's Homer Simpson eating donuts at the, at the control panel. Uh, but, uh, okay. Uh, so, uh, Tonight's game, the uh, Blues and Preds. Yeah, yeah, that first period was good. Yeah, they, they played a good first period. Yeah, but yeah. Oh, back in the lineup, Fabry sits. Fabry sits. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and and how many shifts did the fourth line get in the third period? I, don't know, I didn't check. Uh, I maybe one. What? Why? <laughs> That was that was the that was the shift that they scored on, wasn't it? Because they scored on that shift. Because Reeves was late getting back to cover uh, for Preco getting caught up. Mm, probably. Because it was uh, it was what's his name's goal? It was uh, uh, was it Neil or Yarncroke's second? I see. No, it wasn't Yarncroke's second. It was uh, Neil. Yeah. Yeah, it was Neil's great shot. Uh, the the cross past the right side uh, breaking down that would uh, 
Uh, he, he choked up with his top hand. It was weird. Yeah. It, and uh, you talked earlier about how tough that pass was for Tarasenko to handle. Well, Neil yeah. made quite the adjustment on a shit pass to make yeah. that work he pretty did. well. It was nice play. Well, I, mean, I saw yeah, it. I, it wasn't a shit pass. It was shit location to catch a pass. It was it was a nice nice uh, reception of the pass and a very nice uh, shot um, uh, by Neil. So that I, you know, Preko was caught up the ice. You know, Reeves was uh, late covering for him. So I, if they played one shift in the third, they were scored on because Reeves was out there for it. Yeah, um, but anyway, to the point that Fabry being held out of the game, you know, hitch hockey, man. It, it sucks. It, it, sit sit the young and, and take speed out of the game in a game where you need speed to to beat their, you know, what what do they say they were playing? They were playing a 1-1-3 uh, center ice system. You need speed to beat that. And, you know, you sit one of the fastest guys on the team, you know, but yeah, just stupid, stupid yeah. decisions. I don't, I mean, you're having trouble scoring goals and he's a guy that you're going to, you're going to lean on for production. And Not that he's produced all that much this year so far. No, I, I know, I know, but I, 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 okay. If sitting him sparks him and gets him going, okay. Um, great. But I, I don't know. You think you could spark him some other way, right? Can you, I don't know. Threaten to take him out of a game <laughs> or sit him. I don't know. Maybe he did already. Yeah, that's, but I, that's not hitch hockey, though. I just, I, just, I, I, just, I don't know. Well, he'll be back in next game because Yaskin turned the puck over at the blue line, and so now it's his turn to be taught a lesson. And it just, yeah, yeah it's, those, all, it's always the young guys that that like, gets. Oh yeah, oh yeah. It's never, never a veteran. No, no. You're not going to sit. Uh, uh, did did uh, um. Shattenkirk ever get sat last year when he had his defensive struggles late in the season? No, 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 no. So, I don't know. Just stupid. I, I just, I, I don't know. I, I don't. I, I wish I was in the locker room to hear some of the conversations and things that were said because it, I, the, the, I, well, Twitter, the Facebook and Twitter kind of blew up when they heard that Fabro was sitting and. For Yakupov. I wanted to see Yakupov play. You know, let him play. He's talented. You know, make him get a goal or, or create something because you need something. But then you said Fabry. It's like, ah, that's, I don't know about that. So I'd rather sit uh, Yaskin, but whatever. Um, Schwartz uh, scores to put the Blues up 1 0 in a good first period. Uh, could have, should have, would have had more goals in the first, uh, but it's been par for the course of the Blues so far this season where they. Uh, do not score uh, as many as they should uh, based on the chances they get and the quality of the chances they get. Uh, Preko did a nice job knocking down a clearing attempt and getting the puck deep to Tarasenko, who then slid a nifty pass to Schwartz, uh, cutting through the slot, who beat Renee uh, over the pad and under the trapper. It was a nice play, very nice play. Uh, Renee was good tonight. He was good. I mean, he usually is against us, but... Yeah, I, uh, I think... I'll give him credit. Yeah, I, I think we've had you know some more luck in the the last few games we played against him, especially in that building. Uh, but yeah, he, he he was solid. They got the breakthrough goal, and yeah, yeah the, the Blues just aren't scoring right now. So it, it's 
Not a surprising outcome, disappointing outcome. Always this, but yeah, yeah. it's still uh, early November. Jan Kroc, uh got two goals, and uh, Neil got the goal we talked about. Um, yeah, you know, I had a problem. I had a problem with Jan Kroc's, uh second goal with the Blues. They 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 kind of botched that whole thing. Uh, Steen with the puck on the boards. Yeah, got the yeah, puck. I mean, lost first it in his skates. Which is fine because he got it back. He he had it on his stick. Could have just flipped it out of the zone. Chose to go for the ro- reverse hit position. Yeah, and he got knocked off the puck. Puck stolen. Uh, pass down. Pass across. Score. And it's like, come on. I mean, yeah. that's. I mean, it's it's fine if it works. It's fine if it works, but it better work because you're in your own zone, uh, and you turn the puck over. So, if yeah. if I'll tell you what, if if Fabry did that. You think Steen's going to sit tomorrow? Nope. All right, next game on Saturday, he won't sit. Yeah. No, it, it's I, – I had problems with the, the go-ahead and, and the insurance goals. I mean, they, they passed – the Predators passed it straight through the Blues on, on both of those. I mean, either one of those passes could have been picked, could have been deflected, and it went straight through the slot. And, yeah, you know, that's – I guess that's part of puck luck. They've got it. We don't, but bad, just a bad second half of this game. That's for sure. Yeah. And, and if you don't, if you're not, you know, any mistakes you make that result in a goal is, uh, is just magnify that much more when you're not scoring. I mean, you allow two goals. I mean, well, last night you allowed two goals against the Hawks um, and you lose in overtime. If you can beat Crawford on any number one of your great chances, or a couple of them, you, you it never goes to overtime, and you win regulation, it's fine. Um, but you're not scoring, so the game goes over. It's tighter, it's closer. You got to play better defensively, and the game goes to overtime, or you get, you know, or and like in, in tonight's case in point, you make a couple mistakes in the back of the net, and you've lost because you can't score goals. Um, if they had scored three or four goals tonight, maybe you win, and it's a different story because they played. And for half the game, they played well. In the second half, they made a couple mistakes. They turned the puck over. They in their own zone and 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 uh, and some things. But it, did they play bad tonight? I as a whole, no. But they just can't score, and so they got to play perfect defensively and perfect in net. And when you don't, it's like and you're raising your hands, and all of a sudden you're pissed off at the mistakes that are made. That the goals are going in. Well, against the Hawks, you allow two, and tonight you allow. Uh, was it three? So, yeah. Well, and, yeah. I mean, it's it's frustrating. You know, they're they are playing pretty well. You know, I again, I haven't looked at the possession stats over the last couple of games, but it seems like they're playing the same kind of game that they have been. They've been turning in the right direction. They're just not. They're not scoring, and they. So part of part of me wants to say stick with the program and keep working at it but you know really you know i i have to you know second third whatever a lot of what other people were have been saying and that is that you got to do something to get the scoring up on this team and at what point are we going to see a full game of stastny centering tarasenko latera i i tweeted bitching about him tonight just about how he looks like he's slogging 
every shift. He he doesn't have any speed, and he's any creativity that that line put forth tonight. It was because of Schwartz. Tarasenko's coming in late. Schwartz is the one in early creating. And Latero, when he's on his game, he's he's coming down. He's creating havoc, and he just constantly looks like he's skating with cement in his skates. He looks awful, and you've got to break him and Tarasenko up. I agree. I, I'm not. I mean, I have not been a Latero fan since I know, the first half of the first season here. Yeah, I mean, it, it's. Another thing pointed out tonight is one of the two worst contracts that uh, Armstrong's given out. You know, it, it was given out way too quickly, probably could have saved a lot of money. And does Tyler's point tonight uh, could have saved a lot of money by just waiting later on in that season to give him the deal. Well, but, I, I the, the second the deal was, was, was given, I, I was like, what the hell, you know, why, what are you doing this for? You know, th- there's no reason to do this. Uh, now, I mean, you've got a whole. It made no sense whatsoever. I don't know if. I don't have no yeah, idea. I, yeah, there, there was no need, no need to give a contract at that point. You could wait and get a larger sample size to see how he was. And after you know, because that that was given in November, right? And by the end of November, he had disappeared and didn't show up again until the end of January. And then it was only for a handful of games. So yeah, just he's. You know, for for as much dogging as Patrick Berglund has got, his skating stride, I I used to dog Berglund for the same reason. He always looked like he he was skating in a defeated manner. His shoulders were down, looked like he was just slogging through the neutral zone. But now he has, he's a dominant skater, uh, much more powerful. I'm not saying he's fast, but he's very assertive in his stride. He's skating with purpose. He's using, he's got more size than Lutero. He's probably got more strength, uh, but God damn, if we could get Patrick Berglund to pass off some of the, you know, the, maybe it's an adjustment thing, you know, difference between, uh, you know, the, the game that they learned growing up in Europe versus, you know, the game that's played here. Um, if they could, transfer some of that knowledge that'd be awesome but i just i just don't think latera's got the the strength and the stamina to to play in the nhl over an 82 game season it's just, i mean put it simply i mean i agree with you he's too slow he i mean he's he gets he gets swamped he gets swarmed he gets swarmed uh in the offensive zone and he can't and he can't he can't do anything i mean unless he gets rid of the puck quickly or has uh no one around him he's he's Effective, because he, he gets swarmed on and and he can't do anything. So, the uh, they took too many penalties again. They had ten minutes in penalties tonight. Uh, but the PK came up big. Uh, didn't allow a power play goal. The Preds were for five. And uh, Jim Rutherford tweeted out: In the last twelve games, the Blues have scored one goal or less eight times, and two goals or less ten times in the last twelve games. So. I, and we, we we talked about it at length, and everyone knows it. It's like the elephant in the room that everyone is talking about, uh, the Blues' offensive struggles. And I am of the opinion right now that you just you stick with it. You keep plugging along because from what I'm seeing, you're getting enough chances. It's not like they're just ineffective. They're getting the chances 
like we, we talked about puck luck before they're just not going in i think it's way too early in the season to to push the panic button to start really screwing with the lines to uh, uh change philosophy or whatever or trade somebody i think you kind of see how it goes for a good another 12 games or so and see what happens <clears throat> and then reevaluate after 25 games or so that's me yeah you know i certainly you know, what what decent trade could you make at this point in the season um i i, I don't think it trades the the answer um but i think putting your best playmaker with your best score would probably take a lot of pressure off of your best scorer who seems to be gripping his stick a little tight these days he even he's i mean even tarasenko has been i mean he's been noticeable he's been out there he's getting chances he's he's had a number of chances each game where it's oh gosh man it's good looks good chances good shots he's either missing the net or he's or is uh, the the net miner is making a good save on him so i'm i'm not worried about the goal scoring yet i don't want to i don't want to blow things up and and screw with stuff too much yet yeah, like I said before, it's still early November. This is a long season. These are kind of the dog days, especially from a fan's perspective. It, you know, it, it, it's it can be it can be hard to get up to you know to even want to watch every game. Uh, I, you know, it, it, at least at, at this point in my life, uh, you know, work has gotten so busy. Uh, life has gotten so busy uh, away from it. You know, it, it used to be my one big escape, but you know, if I, I don't always make it a priority to sit through all the games. And I think it's always, it's become more and more so that during this time of the year um, that I, I, yeah. What does it really matter? You know, if they they have a two or three game losing streak at this point in the season, who who really cares? Um, well, they're seven, five, and three right now. Seventeen points, yeah. fourth in the fourth in the conference, second in the division. Uh, Minnesota has uh, a few games in hand, a couple points behind. So, and they're a plus thirteen. The Blues are minus six. So they're yeah. playing. They're they're effectively they're they're ahead of the Blues really if they play the games out. Really should be, but anyway. Um, they're, I mean, they're getting some points right now, so we'll, we'll, and it's not, if they, if, I mean, if they finish fourth in the conference in the season, that's, I mean. Yeah, I, from the get-go, I, I really thought this team was a, uh, you know, was going to be a wild card team at best getting into the playoffs. Um, so far, the season hasn't shaken out, you know, everybody, it seems like everybody's had their struggles uh, early on this year, and, you know, I, I think, Everyone, yeah. Well, they, they they struggled out of the block, but first three, four games they struggled. Right. Been they went uh, eight one and one in the last ten. Yeah, and you know that Jonathan Taves has really you know played extremely well. Uh, Artem Anisimov, I mean, he was tied for the league lead in points going into last night's game. So you know, good thing we heard him. Um, so we'll see how they do over their next ten. Uh, just, just kidding. I, I, I don't know. I, I never even saw how we got hurt, but uh, yeah, yeah, I'm sure the Blackhawks fans will blame it on on coming into St. Louis and we're Double dirty. Backs. The Blues are dirty. Yeah, exactly. It was Backus' <laughs> fault. Uh, dirty Backus. Yeah. Never been suspended. Yeah. 
And speaking of Bacchus, man, you know, he's had some tough, tough uh, go of it injury-wise so far. Already missed games due to elbow surgery, and his first game back, he lost the chiclets. Just tough, tough sledding for him. We're going to open up the show. We did open the show. for. If anyone would like to join us, if you're listening, go ahead and uh, refresh the uh, video stream, the, the letsgoblues.com slash radio. And uh, there'll be a button under the, video, the live stream, and you can join us uh, to chat and bitch or whatever if you like. Um, the, real quick, we're going to go into the uh, the blues social media fails, which I have come to love, actually. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a great part of the show, and uh, I, I wish I wish we had a little bit more time to talk about this in my. Uh, you know, if my audio didn't keep cutting out before we got on here, uh, I think the, the first one would have been great to uh, to rehearse a little bit as a back and forth conversation. <laughs> but I'll, I'll 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 let you take the first one. Okay. Um, so if you're new to this, uh, the this is the blues social media fails. Uh, a new segment uh, for season five. We take what we feel are some pretty hilarious social media comments about the blues and bring them front and center. If something we say is something you happen to have said, uh, you know, tough. <laughs> Deal with it. Uh, so this, uh, the the these comments, this is <laughs> this is going to be everything we're saying is coming from the St. Louis Blues Lounge tonight. Um, there's plenty of uh, plenty of stuff to talk about. So the first comment was, uh, "What kind of horn is used for the Let's Go Blues chants at Scott Trade? Where can I get them?" We're going to Columbus this weekend as a group, and I need one or a few. And then the replies are as follows. I'm not positive, but I think it's a foghorn. It is a... The, 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 the person is asking a question. He's talking about the the Vizulas, whatever they're called, in the in the stands. The, the plastic horns, the long horns that they blow. The, the fans blow. And uh, so the first reply is, I'm not positive, but I think it's a foghorn. Next reply, it is a foghorn. They're all air horns, basically. They're all they're only set at 40%, which I found interesting. LOL. I'm guessing it can get much louder. LOL. <laughs> Next comment. So where to get one? With the inconsistency in the volume, I assume it was just the person blowing into it because it sounds weak sometimes. All right. All right. <clears throat> so uh, the point I was trying to make when um, my connection lost for the fifth or sixth time tonight, um, obviously none of those, uh, none of the uh, posters in that that last segment were uh, uh, watching the South African World Cup. Vuvuzela. It's a Vuvuzela. <laughs> yeah, I knew what I knew what I to pronounce it. Vuvuzela. 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 Wow, uh, Bill, I, I must say uh, you've been very entertaining with your language tonight. It's uh, kind of like a, uh, my own personal uh, South Park episode, but I do appreciate it and I understand it. Yeah, no beeps, no beeps. <laughs> no so. beeps. No, yeah. I, you, you guys are so dead on. Uh, we all knew at the beginning of the season when we all talked about it, this team would have struggles scoring. And I don't know if you guys have noticed it. The two things that I see that you guys, in one of the third or three things, is you guys are dead correct that these teams – are boxing up the middle and putting all their players there and letting the Blues shoot these shots from way out there, and the Blues don't have anybody in the front of the net like a Brower or a Bacchus that's fighting to get that puck. 
now and again Steen will try to go in there but he doesn't have the size to really stay in there too long that's one issue I see another issue is a lot of times they're getting good opportunities but they're not really putting the shot where it's going to be a highly efficient possibility for a goal they're putting a lot of them right on the goalies pads the goalies are making great saves but uh this has to be a team guys it's got to be number one in the NHL for missing the net and not just missing the net by two or three inches, but they're missing the net by four five, six feet. And, you know, something's got to be done about that. And it may be part to do with the fact these teams are pushing them so far out to make these shots and they're boxing up the middle that they can't get accurate shots. I mean, I don't know. What do you guys think? The, the, they, you know, the issue with them getting the chances they had and not putting it where it's supposed to go has been an issue with this team for for years. I mean that they they have the chances, they just can't bear it. And it's always, the issue has always been, or the, the the solution that people always talk about is that they need a true finisher. And then we got Tarasenko, mm-hmm. so true finisher. And but I mean that's that they that's it happened last year too. And they and they they it, things turned around, you know, after the uh, All Star game. Yeah, and it, it may be just me, and maybe I'm looking for it. But have you guys noticed? San Jose played Tarasenko very physical last year. And that's mm-hmm. well, that's one reason why he got off his game. Teams are doing the same thing against him this year. One and two guys on him all the time. What I'm concerned about is, is this guy at, what is he, 5'11", 6 foot, 180, 190? Is he going to get wore out? Hey, Tarasenko's nope. like 230. He's, yeah. he's huge, pounds-wise. But he's he gets frustrated really easily. I think I I I, I mean my take on it is that he, he gets double teamed. He gets off his game. Um, you know, it, to, well, I guess it was last night the uh, the save on Crawford or the the Crawford save on what should have been a short goal. You know, that's that's got to be frustrating to him. He finally gets an open look and gets robbed. Um, I mean, he he does seem to be a little more hesitant. Um, and I think overall, you know, one of the problems with the Blues is that every time there's a pass into the slot, they they stick handle before they shoot. Yeah. Like Steen did that uh, tonight a couple of times mm-hmm. last night. Um, you know, Tarasenko looked like he did that uh, last night as well. You know, you get the puck in the high slot. And the one guy who didn't stick handle last night was Petrangelo. Yep. He, he took a one-timer, it went in the net. You know, it, I think that they need to trust their their one-timers more they need to use them more um you know that they're by stick handling even you know a quarter of a second you're allowing the lane to clog that much and that's that's the game plan it seems against the blues clog the lane um they're you know, you're going to be able to shut them down if you do that and yeah and they're, they're they're making just especially on the power play bill and kurt if you notice it seems like they're looking for that perfect pass or that perfect shot. And it's the, it's like one one uh, too many passes and the other team deflects that pass and it's down the you know down the ice and they've got to come back and try to regroup to come across the line. And to me that that's that's a big issue. I have no problem with on the power play with them trying to to wait for a a, a the best possible scenario or the best possible lane the best possible look to pass around to try and create that lane. If it takes time, it takes time. I have no problem with that. I have a problem on the power play with making a stupid decision or trying to force something, like if they're, they're getting patient. So if they're passing the puck around and nothing's working, keep doing it. Keep, keep moving around, keep trying to find that lane. 
don't force it. Like I think Perron did it today. Uh, uh, just shot the puck. Or it may not have been in the power play, but they had, they had good possession on the zone. Yeah. And then Perron just turned around and just shot at the net, and it was an easy save. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. Maybe he wanted to break. He was tired, but still, it, it was a, it was a dumb thing to do because you had possession and you had him tired. Yeah, and Steen did that last night, and and but, you wonder if this isn't you know more effective losing the big bodies. Backers and Brower aren't going to the front of the net. We don't have you know I guess Yaskin could be that guy, but he's not getting power play time, and he he doesn't play like a big man, um, so maybe he isn't the guy. But we don't have the the big bodies standing in front of the net like we were guaranteed to have last year, and you know I. I Maybe that's the hesitancy, uh, you know, from the point. People, the, the one-timers just, they've, they've got to be down. I'd love to see stats on this. Yeah, yeah, I would too. And, and, you know, you guys were talking about Jake Allen and the goaltending earlier. The Blues goaltending's only had a couple of really bad games. You're talking about the Rangers, but the Rangers really poured it on. Dallas scored six. Then you had that Edmonton game where Edmonton just was running on all, all cylinders. And then you had that Calgary game where uh, they came in and won four to one. Other than that, I think the Blues goaltending's been pretty good this year. You know, it's, it's been uh, probably a little better than I expected. Uh, the game in Dallas, I thought Jake was terrible. He was terrible in that game. Yeah, he was. He was. He let in a couple soft ones that uh, reminded me of Jake Allen from two years ago. But overall, you know, this team's playing well. But when you're only scoring 1.7 or 1.6 goals a game, you're not going to win very many games. You're just not. Bill, the the, the next the next uh, social media fail is actually probably for, for Lance. His comment earlier, if you want to read it. <laughs> all right. Yeah, I was. Uh, and, and this one is all about how you read it because you can read it a couple of different ways. I know you read it, <laughs> but you know how I'm going to read this, right? <laughs> hmm. And this touches on a subject we touched on earlier, and that is everybody's favorite NBC color analyst, Eddie Olchuk. <clears throat> I can't be the only one that hates Eddie O. Go back to fucking horses. <laughs> oh, so you can take that comment from these from the St. Louis Blues Lounge uh, a couple different ways. Either Eddie Olchuk fucks horses, or he could go back to, you know, focusing on horses. <laughs> I'll take the I'll take the prior actually. I'll take the prior also. Yeah, sure. Uh, then the the next one of this we'll get to the social media fails here real quick. Uh, the uh, the next one we got is uh, uh, another comment from the St. Louis Blues Lunch. I don't understand why people don't think Allen is a proven number one. Like really? And then I got a reply. It says uh, truth. And then the next reply is dude stopped like thirty shots tonight. <laughs> and then another one said uh, some of those shots I think Elliot gives up. And then uh, somebody posted an image. <laughs> You've seen the iced tea commercial where he's sitting in the front yard and the kids are selling lemonade. And people are buying saying iced, iced tea. tea. Yeah. Well, there's a sign. There's an image of iced tea in that commercial. And the caption of the meme is, was that Brian Elliott? Question mark. And at the bottom it says, it's Jake Allen. Read the sign. <laughs> it's, it's. I'm sure it's a visual. That's fine. Um, you want the, uh, oh, the next one. The next one is the next one is gold. It's the it's most my favorite one that we've ever done. And Bill's audio is cut out again. <laughs> He's gonna break his computer. Uh, what that poor dog's having to hear right now? That poor dog. 
He's having some issues tonight. This is uh, yeah, he is. Uh, is I guess he, uh, we won't be promoting Charter Spectrum or whatever he has on the LGB show, or I, I, would, I would guess not. <laughs> I'm not even gonna. I'm not even gonna speculate on what he has. <laughs> hey, Bill, there you are. Did, did you get through that one? No, I haven't. No, not yet. All right, all right. Um, yeah, it's <laughs> it's it's hilarious. But I'm gonna skip to the next one right now just because I need I need it. <laughs> Thanks, Alex. Dick. <laughs> yep. That was in response to Petrangelo having the delay of game pedaling. Nice. And then Panarin scoring on the power play in overtime. The one before that was uh, a comment was made from the St. Louis Blues Lounge. Wouldn't that be a and this is in response to after Panarin's goal when the Hawks won in overtime. The power play goal in overtime. Wouldn't that be a challengeable play due to the fact that the power play had run out right before the goal was made? <laughs> and the, and the, the, the first comment is, challenge what? And the, the original poster says, too many men. If the power play had run out, then one of the four Blackhawks needed to clear the ice. Because... <laughs> Because the way power plays work in overtime in the regular season is oh god, is is it's a four on three. It's not it's not three on two. Right, and, they bring it. and it's remedied not by Blackhawk leaving the ice, oh. but the Blues getting their player back. <laughs> yeah, uh, that would be that would be a. I read that. I'm like, are you kidding me? That's well, uh, well, yeah. yeah. Okay, I understand. I understand not not understanding the rule. I mean, overtime. Okay, that it's it's a little different, but to think that it's a challengeable play that you could challenge that somehow was just comical to me. Yeah, I I don't know. I, we don't have like the post counts for that that person. It's, well, I you know it's you the know loose lounge, so yeah, we're not you, giving them the benefit of the doubt. That's for sure. Well, do you know why they posted that? Because there's so much crap that is challengeable. You know, these guys can challenge anything anymore, and. You know, I don't know if you guys have talked about it, but that penalty against the Blues for too many men on the ice, was that not one of the worst calls you've seen this year? Oh, tonight? Yeah. It was pretty stupid. But was, I mean, there it seemed like they were well within the five-foot buffer, and no one played the puck anyway, so I, I didn't get it. They were all leaning against the bench. They were all leaning against the boards trying to get into the bench. I, I don't I, – and I'm not trying to blame everything on the refs, but the, the, the refs this year have not been very good. Uh, yeah. I, I think you guys will agree they weren't great last year, and they've got a couple new guys this year. They've and got I, a lot of new guys. Yeah, this year. yeah, and I think these guys just aren't quite up to par. Uh, I don't know if they're from the AHL, you know, what league they're from, but this game's faster, refs, and you guys got to kind of keep up with it a little bit. And uh, it didn't happen. Uh, did you guys talk about Upshaw's penalty last night, even though it didn't really have anything to do with the ending? It was a huge mistake by Scotty Upshaw to take that penalty. I'm trying to recall the penalty. The five-minute major? Mm. I guess the Hawks? Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. I, I don't recall it. What was it? Oh, the fight. The fight. Yeah. With, yeah. yeah. Um, oh. Oh, I – He fought Panarin. I mean, I don't what, – what, what was the what was the issue you had with it? I didn't think he should have got five. I mean, two. I mean – no, I, they were they were throwing they, heavy they threw punches. <laughs> they threw punches. Yeah, they were heavy punches, but I mean, there's a lot of heavy punches in a lot of fights, and guys only get two or an extra two. They don't get I, five. 
both gloves are off, and they really they kind of really went at it. <laughs> I'm I'm just saying I I I I think if you're asking me if I thought she got five, I would say I would say yeah, I thought she got five because I. Maybe I those are all, uh, maybe I didn't see it well enough, but uh, you know you could you guys could be right. Yeah, there are two more two more social media fails we we'll get to hear. Bill, you want to be the next one? <laughs> it seems like it's up your alley. <laughs> is there a live feed I can watch the game? My finance is watching some dumb shit. So I wonder if she. I wonder if that person is talking about his fiance watching him, <laughs> or <laughs> or because dumb, dumb shit is one word. Yeah, dumb shit is one word. They've changed so that now. I, I, I kind of got the impression that 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 he's actually saying that she's watching him. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> the last one is from the St. Louis Blues Lounge. Uh, what channel is the game on on Dish Network? Which you wouldn't think. Why? Well, why is that funny? I just, you know what? Would you? I, you could. You're, you're you're online. You're on the computer, and you choose to go to Facebook to ask this question to then wait how many minutes for a response when you can easily just type it in Google. You're right there in the browser already. Just go to Google and say uh, uh, what NBC uh, NBC Sports uh, just network channel or whatever and it'll tell you. It'll tell you what channel the game is based on your provider. Easy. You can have it in five seconds. Well, so that was just Also, you can go to your uh... Dish Network, and I think most of the newer boxes have it where you can hit sports programming and it will show you all the sports channels and what's coming up on them. So they had several different options as opposed to putting it out on social media. Yeah, but I mean, the person that would ask this question probably wouldn't understand the whole how to do that anyway. <laughs> well, <laughs> well I, I was going to say that you know, t- in all fairness, they probably Googled that same thing and Google's response was, what is Dish Network? Mm-hmm. <laughs> what size dish were you talking about? Would you like to have a dish for dinner, a plate for lunch? Yeah. <clears throat> so those are the uh, the uh, blues media fails for this week. But those some good ones. Yeah, those were some good ones. And uh, the the tweets. I think we got all the tweets that were that were made so far. Yeah, it looks like Blues Nation has gone to bed for the most part. Yep gone to bed or heavily drinking and not on twitter yeah our, our 45 minute show has turned into what an hour and a half hour and yeah 50. i'm 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 just glad that bill got to laugh a little bit he was having a rough night with all of his uh audio and video issues so it's good to see bill laugh a little bit yeah <clears throat> yeah I, I i needed to um we'll, we'll, we'll go ahead and save uh trivia for next week yeah yeah for a full for a a full-blown show not an hour and a half uh that was supposed to be 45 minutes. <laughs> exactly. It's already gone a little long. So. Um, the uh, next up for the Blues is Saturday the 12th at Columbus. I would assume that Jake Allen gets that start. Uh, we'll, we'll, we be shall. careful, though. Be careful if you're going to this game and you sit near Blues fans because they may be carrying a foghorn with them. <laughs> no, I believe it's called a uh, stadium horn. Stadium horn is what it's called. Wouldn't that actually be an arena horn? It's a CO2 canister system. <laughs> so. uh, it's, and, and, and they're set to 40%, which I find interesting. I'm guessing I can't much louder, though. LOL. Mm. <laughs> 
Well, they can get into Wait. a war with a cannon. <laughs> because with the inconsistency in the volume, I assumed it was just the person blowing into it causing it. You sound weak sometimes, but apparently there's volume settings on those things. <laughs> uh, oh, St. Louis Blues Lounge never change. You're hilarious. Please, please, and don't ever expel Kurt. Uh, yeah, no kidding. I should just, I should change my name. You should. You really should. No, I could just join somebody else. It wouldn't matter. Yeah. Uh, so, um, Lance, any, any other, uh, any closing, uh, rants you want to, you want to make before we uh, close out the show? This team has to start scoring. Uh, Hitchcock doesn't need to, you know, to change everything, just to keep these guys playing together. And I think if he can actually keep a line playing together and actually let Stasny play with Tarasenko, for a whole game and not switch things up, we may start seeing some more goals. And also on a side note, I'm going to be doing a podcast and interviewing uh, the Vegas Hockey Podcast. That'll be coming up, uh, the guys out there talking about uh, the new Vegas team, what they think the name will be, a little bit about the Blues, what players uh, the Blues might uh, possibly uh, not protect and allow uh, the new Vegas team to get. Uh, the Vegas rumors yeah. are that the game will be – uh, Silver Knights or Golden Knights, which I hope it's neither because that's just not good. That's yeah. yeah don't, needs don't to be the Golden it. Showers. <laughs> <laughs> tell that's... them, tell them to to if they have any influence on anything or to try and get some kind of campaign started to take Laterra. That's what I'm thinking. Take Laterra. Yeah, they were actually thinking the Blues aren't aren't going to protect Gunnarsson, but I don't know if that's quite true. Yeah, I... it'll, it'll be Gunnarsson or Edmondson. Yeah, and I'm hoping it's, I'd rather keep Edmonds. Yeah, I would too. Yeah, yeah. cheaper. Yeah. yeah, I I interacted with uh, with one of the guys from that show last year. They're good guys. Uh, yep. I think Connor like knows nice them pretty well. So. Yeah, they seem like nice guys. Laterra, Laterra, Laterra. Yeah, yes. yeah I, I, if you guys want he me to, a, he's a Finnish god. Hey, I will just go on about all the stats. And, you know, even though the stats aren't positive, I'll have them read between the line and they can start putting stuff out there that Latera is the man to get from the blues. And we can start a whole social media thing. And we'll have just Vegas going crazy about uh, about Latera. Uh, <laughs> and just make up make up stat make up categories of stats that like don't exist they don't know they don't know hockey yet right yeah. the this highest is, scoring is... finish player under 510 <laughs> 511 yeah this is the new fancy stat <laughs> the biggest kneecaps out of any finish player oh uh, well um that'll about do her for this week um yeah, one last thing from me is uh, just uh, rest in peace, Leonard Cohen. Uh, another another terrible loss in in a string of, of terrible talents that we've lost in 2016. Yep. God damn, this year can't get over fast enough. Yeah. Hope, hopefully, we don't have any more. Yeah. Um, I was gonna ask one of the trivia questions real quick, but I will not. I'll save it. Um, don't forget to check out our uh, friends over at the Beyond Checkerdome podcast, Loose Chicklets podcast, and the Blues Hockey podcast, and of course the Lance's Drop podcast, um, <laughs> and the Toast Dispatch content, uh, podcast with uh, Nick and Nick. And be sure to check uh, stop by the Blue Note Sports Bar and Grill in Maryland Heights, Missouri, when they open. Uh, you can check out the website at bluenotesportsbar.com. 
four announcements on when they will open uh, for Bill Day. And uh, I am Kurt Price. And also, thank you, Lance, for joining us and giving us your two cents. No problem. That was more like a penny, but that's all right. <laughs> yeah. That will conclude this week's broadcast of Let's Go Blues Radio. Until next time, everyone, let's go blues. Let's go blues. Let's go blues. Thank you for listening to Let's Go Blues Radio. Now take off, hosers. Well, there's 90 minutes of your life you'll never get back. Sorry. St. <laughs> Louis Blues. St. Louis Blues. Have you heard the news about our St. Louis Blues? They've only just begun. They're on their way to number one. Now there's no more blues for our St. Louis Blues. The blues are on the ice tonight again. They're rough and tough and got the stuff to win. They'll always get one more, no matter what the score. They are quite a hockey team, my friend.